What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 158. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is back together again. We are all in the same space at the same time. The band is back. Uh, what I want to know is going on with anything New York City transit related. There's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell, who is here today. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. I'm glad to be back with the family, babe. And when I want to talk New York City TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, who's also my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man we refer to as Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world knows him as Derek Powell. He's my cousin. He's here. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How y'all doing? We are well. Uh, we are well. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week. I, I, you know, before we get get into it, start chopping it up. Um, I know that uh, I watched the Ali doc, as 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 many of you know, especially our listeners. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Muhammad Ali butt boy at this point. I mean, I'm such a fanboy. It's it's, 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 it's it's ridiculous. I've been you know since the time I was little. So, you know, the first time I encountered. Ali. I didn't know who Ali or what Ali was. Um, and I remember it was the fight, the big fight, the first fight, the super fight, fight of the century. And a kid in my class had these, uh, I was little, man. He had these, these, the New York Daily News had these, these pullouts of Joe Frazier and Ali. And he brought him to school, you know, and I didn't, you know, he was like showing him around. He said, you know, he asked me, it's my man, it's my man, John. He said, who's going to win? Now, I didn't know who Ali was, and I didn't know who Joe Frazier was at the time. I was little. I didn't know any of these people. And I saw the pictures, and I looked at Joe Frazier, and I looked at Ali, and I said, well, Joe Frazier looked like he's scary. Joe Frazier looked like he's going to beat somebody's ass because this other guy is too good looking to be a fighter. Ain't no way in hell he can win. Um, And so I said, Joe Frazier. And this kid went off on me. He just went straight. He just went went ham on me. He was like, man, how could you how could you even say that, man? Ali's the greatest fighter of all time. And he started talking about that. He floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Ali's going to murder this guy. He's going to murder this guy. And again, like I said, I had no skin in the game. I didn't, I didn't know either one. It didn't matter to me. And I kind of like this guy, this, the, the good-looking guy. So, you know what? All right. I'm Ali. I'm down with Ali. And from that point on, I started paying attention. And my uncle, my uncle Sylvester, my mother's youngest brother, was like, he was a big, he called him Clay. Big Ali fan, you know, <laughs> Clay, Clay going to kill, kill, you know, Joe Frazier. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, good, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm on board with all the right people now, you know. Um, and that was my first exposure. And from that point uh, through the rest of my life, you know, this, this was my guy. And so there's a documentary out now by Ken Burns. And Ken Burns is, is, I mean, if you like documentaries, he is the he's premier. Great. He's the guy. He's the premier guy. documentarian on, on the planet. In fact, I used to, I booked him on the show. I'm gonna say this because you know people don't know it. I, first of all, he's a great uh, documentary filmmaker. There is no one better than him. But this dude is actually kind of diva ish in terms of. You know, <laughs> it's like you know. I mean, it's like it's like it's like the nerd parade. I mean, yes, okay, you make great documentary, but he actually acts like he's like the Spielberg or 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 or, or uh, <laughs> you know, like you know, Cap, you know, Fra- you know, Francis Coppola or, or or what's the guy from Goodfellas? Uh, what's Scorsese? Scorsese? Yeah, I mean, he thinks he's the Scorsese of filmmaker. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to shit on him at all, you know, because he is great. But 
it's documentaries. It's not like these other movies, but I mean, he is good, and he he gave, he gave us all he gave us a hard time, you know, trying to book us and all of the crusty he had. I'm like, come on, man, you make documentaries. Come on, <laughs> no, sleep on Doc, he, man. That's one of my favorite genres of movies. It's oh hard. no no he uh, he is he he is brilliant. I mean, I, I, in fact, I brought him on for his his last big one, which was the Vietnam War. And again, all of these these things are like you know they they, they take years to make. Uh, tons and tons of footage and archival footage. And that was true of this particular documentary about Ali. It's, each episode is two hours long. So it's eight hours worth of documentary that kind of takes you from uh, really the beginning to the very end and, you know, and all the steps in between. And as I said, I'm a big Ali fan. And I, you know, I, you know, in fact, as I'm broadcasting, I have my mic sitting on top of two Ali books uh, so it's true. I mean, and, and, and I thought, or I believed that I pretty much knew everything there was to know. So for me to watch a documentary and learn some shit right. means it's a really good documentary. And one of the things I learned, uh, I found a little bit disturbing. Uh-oh. Um, what was yeah, that? Yeah. Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> about the well, champ? About the champ. Yeah. I was a little disturbed by it. I mean, uh, you know, for the longest time, you know, I thought his his second wife, Belinda, you know, he they were about the same age. But apparently, Ali met Belinda when she was like a teenager, like young. She was like like sixteen. Okay. Yes. yes, exactly. That's where I was ready to go, Mark R. Kelly. Uh huh. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm disturbed. And so, <laughs> you know, remember he won the championship in '64. He's 22. Mm-hmm. He meets her. And I think 68, 69, so 22, 60, yeah, during his exile. So 68, that's six years past when, he, no, 64, 68, so it's four years. He was 22, now he's 26. She's 16. Oh, man. But remember, oh, Anthony, he asked, hmm. remember, in order for him to date her, he had to ask her parents. Remember that? The parents who gave him permission because she said to him, I have to ask my mother and father. He said, well, I already spoke to them and they gave me permission to, um, for us to go out on a date. Keith, it's then illegal. Like, well, it's illegal. <laughs> it's, I can't get permission. <laughs> you trying to justify pedophilia. Come on, exactly. man. Listen. Because he asked, per- did R. Yeah, Kelly ask Aaliyah and he his didn't parents? He just say he took it on his Listen, own? He asked. Yes. What? What? 26-year-old has anything in common with a 16-year-old. That's just, I mean, we admire the guy, but you got to call it out. bubble gum together. Mm-hmm. Blow bubbles. <laughs> you, no, like I said, you, you said ask a parent, you ask a babysitter. but you're ready. Exactly. <laughs> that's, 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 my brother put it mildly because that's one of his favorite guys, but well, disturbing is too. not the real, yeah. the real term. That's. So it's abhorrent. Wow. That's that's you I didn't can't. Know that. Damn. There's no justification for that, and that's crazy that nobody. Ever, well, Ken Burns knew, I guess. <laughs> Everybody knew. Belinda knew. <laughs> but um, if, if I'm correct, uh, in, in that time, that was in the '60s. In that time, girls were getting married at 15 and 16 with permission from their parents. You no, know, they, they yeah, had to they, sign them off. You know, right, they'll get married to seventeen and eighteen year olds, not to to twenty six year olds. He was big for his age, man. You seen it? He was bigger than most kids. He's twenty six. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> what's hey, what's Anthony, our, Anthony? How you defending this? And, and and divorce. He's a twenty six year old divorcee. Think about it. Wow. He was hey, young that, and he wasn't ready. Now, when did <laughs> did they say when did they have their first kid, Ali and Belinda? 
They got oh, wow. married. They got married um, before the Frazier fight, and I think Miriam was the was the oldest child, and she came along. I think she came along during the exile, which is like you know, again, remember the exile. Was she 17? lasted from 67, 67 through through when he got a license to box in 1970, 71. Yeah, so that's yeah. She was sixteen when you know when when mm. he gets introduced in sixty eight. So. Seventeen, eighteen, maybe she has the first kid. Wow! But that means he was like he was he was uh you know again you, he was hitting you, that you, you add hitting a, that if you add a year to him you got to add a year to, you know add a year to her you got to add a year to him so like I said twenty six if he, she's ten, if he's ten years older whatever time she got you know got pregnant he's ten years older than her so if if it was eighteen he's twenty eight if it was seventeen he's twenty seven. Okay, here's a, a real leap. No, okay, I'm going down this rabbit hole. At this point, when he was exiled, had he had he converted to Islam? To, to oh, yeah, no, Islam? He, he, yeah, no, he he could actually he converted before the Liston fight. fight okay, right. now now what's the? I, I only know this from the movie. Isn't there some kind of rule of thumb about uh, the man's age to the woman's age? Yeah, uh, what, what one half the man's age plus seven? But that that I'm, I'm doing yeah, the yeah, math. It's still wrong. Okay, I, I, yeah, maybe. Apparently, yeah, they got the birth certificate wrong, man. They got well, the birth certificate wrong, guys. Apparently, he's not good at math. He only knows that I counted, what, 12 rounds, so he just <laughs> lost it there. Yeah, because one half at 26 is 13 plus seven, plus seven is what? 20. Right. So, yeah, he, he's bad at math. You know, some people can't do math. Ali was this doing is, the new math before the new lies, math came about. Man, all lies, man. Come on, stop talking about Ali like that. He's the greatest of all time. He wouldn't do yeah, nothing I'm, wrong in my eyes. He was. The greatest, I'm not, I'm not, the greatest I'm not pedophile the, as well, too. No, he was yeah. not. Oh, he was not. I told you. At that time, they had permission. Permission from the mother and father gave him permission. Did the did did the the, the state of, of whatever of, of of Chicago, I mean not the state of Chicago, the state of Illinois, uh give him permission like they gave R. Kelly permission? Because apparently in the state of Illinois, um 16, I don't think, is the age of consent. That's what we're talking Listen, about. we talking about in the backwoods when they would marry at 13 and 12. Come on now, guys. Yo, come on that's, now. Get with me. That's and they married in the third and fourth quarter, uh, cousins and stuff. Come on. We talk about Ali. He's, he's, he's in the light. Everybody sees what he's doing. Keith, he wasn't Keith, hiding nothing. Keith, you're my brother. Talk to your and brother, I love please. You. Yes, you. Yeah, I love you, but you you can't defend man twenty six and sixteen. You got two daughters. You'd have been you. Would you have given permission? They would have never talked from the start. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they gave right. them permission. That's I not the question. Up. If he yeah. comes to you, the twenty six year old, and says, "I want to date your sixteen year old junior," because you're a junior in high school. Daughter. <laughs> and, and now, mind you, at twenty six, he done. If he's anyway smart, he done got his bachelor's and his master's. You okay with that, Derek? That's an ass whipping I cannot take. He's he's heavyweight champion of the world. What I'm gonna say? No, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm asking you. He's a supervisor. He's dodging the question. You may it have to jump like, in. Yeah, he nah, he, he tap dancing in the minefield exactly. wearing clown shoes. That's crazy. That's not. You just got to own up. I yeah. love Ali. I'm telling I, 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 I put this whole Ali. show. No, but he going to give me an ass whipping after that. And then I'm going to still Keith, say the girl, yes. 
The girl was using a bus pass to go to school. <laughs> Let me just, let's, let's put it in labor terms. You know, at six, you know, we had a bus passes and train train passes. She was using a bus pass. Yeah, she just I, got I a working pass. At, here's damn the thing: you, at, damn un, you, Ali. Under Illinois law, the age of consent of any type of sexual activity is typically seventeen years old. So that's a law, damn all. That's the law Probably in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So they don't, those laws, which you would think would be kind of universal and standard, they stay on the books for years and years and years. People are like, really? You can still do that there? Yeah, you can still do that there. So he was breaking the law then. And even if he wasn't breaking the, the actual law of giving state or the land, you're breaking some kind of just code of children. I mean, like, he's 26. What 26? I have... That's a 10-year gap. Okay, put it so I'm, I'm 52. I don't have much in common with 42-year-olds. So if you're 26, you really don't have anything in common with a 16-year-old. Come on. You see, yeah. I, I would agree with that, but... But here's I, the but. <laughs> but remember, uh, Juanita, she was older than me. You oh, my goodness. So this you didn't say Juanita, Keith. That's the difference. <laughs> Keith keeps bringing up this Juanita, but he didn't date I know. her. She didn't even know you liked her. Come on, man. Well, I guess she knew the law. She knew the law there, oh, I guess. So, right. so you say the law, is that, that's what stopped her from hollering at her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Right. So that's now, where you go with. That's, that, that, that's, yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the field you're going you're gonna to plant your flag on. That's the field you're going to die on. <laughs> yes, I am, sir. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> And I thought I heard it all now. <laughs> now, I mean, again, as I said, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan, but that I was disturbed by it. I was, I was bothered by it because I never knew. You know, I always saw them, and the, and the, and the thing was, you know, and the, you know, you got to remember back in the day, we didn't have access to the internet and all that other stuff. You know, we we got the stories fed through us to, by like Jet Magazine and Ebony. Um, and so you saw these this this wonderful family and this this Muslim family, you know, attractive wife, attractive husband, uh, living you know righteous lifestyle, and and so you never thought anything of it. I I never knew that there was a ten year gap in their ages. I I didn't know that because I think his first wife, Sonia Roy, may have been slightly older than him, maybe by a year or two, but like within the same ballpark. She was she was, she was certainly more uh, worldly than he was. Uh, but but this is like a this is a child. I'm sorry, 16 years old. Is, that's a child. I don't care, you know, how cute she is and how much she likes you and how righteous she is. And and I don't care if 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 you know uh, Herbert Muhammad, you know, introduced you to her and, and everything else. That's a child. I'm just saying, it's a child. I agree. I agree 150. percent There is no excuse. Now this is what's bad. Full disclosure. I do have a nice full-size poster of Ali in the crib. Can I keep the, the one when he's like all sweaty up? with the white? He's all sweaty. It's like a, I, mean, I think my brother had the same poster in his room for years. No, I I got one, um, and I got a frame where he's actually training, and you got the reporters around him, oh, okay, okay. and you see the tenseness in his body. And I always had it because I said, you know, in spite of what's going on, you got to stay focused on the goal, and that's you know that's what that poster meant to me. You know, so that's why I got it. But back to the original. Can I keep? Maybe he was poster? maybe maybe he was sweating because there was a lot of young girls in that room. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh hey, Anthony, hey, Anthony. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. 
you know, you're crossing the line. You're crossing the line, man. It's it's crossing the line. I I ain't dating no 16 year olds when I was 26. It's Ali. All right. So I can keep the poster because I really didn't know about this until now. Okay. I mean, it ain't like it's R. Kelly hanging up. All right. Well, not all the way. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Talk about Ali here. Come on now, man. I'm just saying, I you know, I watched the documentary, I watched all four episodes, <laughs> all eight hours, but you know, the rest the last six of them hours, I was still thinking about them first hour. <laughs> I was like, Yo, man, what happened here, man? You know, um, I mean again, it, it is it's an amazing documentary. Uh he lived an amazing life. And, uh, you know, and and he was triumphant over things he, he shouldn't have had to have triumphed over. I mean, just the idea of, of having his title stripped and the way they 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 went after him um, was certainly unfair. And, you know, I mean, and, and this is the other thing I learned, too. He was he was. Ali was an incredible, incredible womanizer. That was the, you know that was that was another thing I didn't realize that. But we knew that though. I think that was kind of okay. known. Yeah, we, we kind yeah, but 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 not to the level that 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 uh, the documentary suggests. Here's now, another. We, I mean, I thought we kind of knew that, but I, I think the, no, a lot of those guys were back then, probably. No, now no, remember no, his his leader. His leader did say, "I must <laughs> my seed uh, for wow. soil." He just doing what the leader did. Can he yeah, get a pass guess, for that? He can he can get a pass. I mean, but right. a couple of these losses. And now, when you watch the documentary, a couple of his losses came because Ali. I think the the I'm not sure if it was the first Frazier fight, but the first Frazier fight, he had two women in the room before the fight. I must plant my seed <laughs> for the soil. Y'all saw it. It ain't me. It's them. All right. Uh, Damn. Well, That's why they took him away from the city and sent him where out in the forest to work out to stay away from the women. Yeah, they no, knew that I was mean, his weakness. That was his weakness. Oh, they were they were all, all they were they were coming all they would be lined up outside of the Fifth Street gym in, in uh Miami mm-hmm. when he would come. He had a lot of his entourage. He would they were bringing him girls. They, you know, the, I mean he was doing his thing on a regular. In fact, Rumble and Young Man Rumble. Yeah. Every young every 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 wife he had um, was complaint that was their biggest complaint about the fact that you know they just couldn't take the <laughs> infidelities no more. I mean, so you got to think about it. Not only he was he dating a sixteen year old girl, uh, but he's cheating on her with other women who apparently may some of them I'm sure were his age, and and it got to the point where they said, you know, I'm gonna leave all this money, I'm gonna leave this champ alone because I cannot take. The slot because he was, I guess he was, he was sloppy with his. I mean, he was constantly, you know, putting it in their faces. I mean, so uh, again, I, that was not, not a flattering portrayal of him. You know, I mean, and that that's what I, I, I will give Ken Burns a lot of credit. He, you know, you you see the man warts and all, and and you realize that he's a complex individual. And uh, you know, again, I, if you have not seen the documentary, I certainly recommend that you go see it. So, sleep in peace, I mean, champ. Sleep in peace. Later for supervision. Sleep in peace, champ. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it's 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 what it is. Um, uh, you were talking about uh uh, uh that we were talking about off the air. You were, you were mentioning that uh, your guy, your new mayor, has got <laughs> a problem on his hands when it comes to 
uh, gun violence in New York City, which is apparently ticking up to to oh a God. really high level. Yeah, I said it, and I say it again. I've been I've been preaching this for about what two years. Bring back stop and frisk. Y'all see what's going on in these streets? It's real. Y'all still yeah. don't want to do it. You don't want to uh. do it, but it's real. Bring it back. We just had a sixteen-year-old young girl sitting in her neighborhood during the day on the bench. This is an honor student. And she gets hit with a stray bullet because we know these cats can't shoot. And she gets hit in, hit in the head right now as of, uh, I would say, 4 o'clock. She's in an induced coma. You know, just, you know, they you know they saying she should be able to pull through. But the road back to, you know, some sort of normality is a long road for a young girl just minding a, build, a business because of another illegal handgun within the five boroughs. Hmm. That's that's a mayor disaster, which has Mark mm-hmm. called him, which, which yes. Mark is not wrong about giving him that name because if you notice, after he won his second term, he just didn't give a damn or a fuck exactly. about anybody but yeah. himself and his people. He don't care about the people in, in New York City. It's about him. That's why he fought with the honorable governor, Como, and Como would shut him down. Right. But the truth is, he don't care. Yo, he yeah, died, I, so what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, it's about me. That's what that's what he has made his last four terms about him and his people. Now, I don't know if you guys also heard Rikers Allen out of control. Yeah. It's, exactly. It's, Again, it's, he wouldn't even visit it. No. He, he, visit he just visited. He wouldn't visit it prior to, like, I guess last week. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the paraphrase of his quote basically was he didn't want to visit it because he wanted – what he basically did was he assumed that things were going fine. Meanwhile, you kept hearing the whispers and all the people saying, you know, this is going down to records. This is going down to records. You got to look at this. You got to handle this. But he's made a disaster and made her oblivious. So he was just like, you know, trying to act as if what he was hearing wasn't true. You know, blind blinders on. So finally, I, get, I guess he got shamed to going over there for something. I forgot who – called him out but he well, finally went, like, oh, James I- went the attorney general okay. went to rikers island yeah and, and she, then he's like you know, oh my gosh there's yeah. bad things going on here yeah wait where have you been <laughs> I mean, he's he's just uh he's just a uh not the smartest Listen, person in the they world. have videos showing correction officers getting jumped yes. sliced other prisoners getting cut up and you don't think nothing going on there that's why you're the- sitting at your your, your little um well, he has a little conference with your team, and he's yeah. he's jotting down stuff. I think that that, that nigga's playing a uh, uh, tic tac toe, so yeah, he, <laughs> he got, ain't nothing that's important. Of course not. You you got officers yeah. they don't work. You know they're working triple shifts. They're calling out sick. So this crime and this 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 Rikers Island that is well. Let's see whose mayor is he on this podcast? He ain't my mayor. Is he yours? He ain't mine. He no, I call him a disaster. No, no, oh. he wasn't the guy. I mean, I, I, well, uh, you know what? Let me, uh, let me, let me. I, I'm gonna be clear. Uh, you be clear. Uh, given the choice between Mayor Disaster and the Republican choice, I chose Mayor Disaster. Is he good at what he does? No, he's not. Um, I'm not sure if your boy's gonna be any better either. Um, but well, you know, well, well, it, let it, me stop you right there. Let me stop. Yeah, my boy gonna be better. Continue. They can't do no worse. But, but exactly. Not what not what this cat do. And like I said, 
There's going to be some private events. Let me know if y'all want to come. <laughs> <laughs> we get ready. We get ready to set this here thing off, man. Shoot. All right, let me ask this question: Do I have to pay a toll to go to New Jersey to enjoy these private oh, events? Wow. Or is it going to be? See. See, that's where you keep you want to get into, you know, you know, things that ain't got nothing to do with you. Jerry, long as he's report to work on time, that's what you're concerned with. He's going to run the show and get this thing under control. Now, remember, I, I'm going to put this out there. We're going back to stop and frisk, but it's not going to be under the name of stop and frisk because he doesn't have a choice right now. He just got to oh. find some way to get this crime under control. That's the question I was going to ask you. He, is he campaigning on that? Because I, I don't know. I, I don't, since I don't no, vote for this. He's definitely mayor, not camp. Well, you know, he can't campaign on it. Then we wouldn't vote him in. But it's it's going, he's going to flip the script because he doesn't have a choice. It's 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 bad. Y'all, y'all read, it's bad, man. So he no, doesn't every, have a choice every right day, now. Every, every day. Every single exactly. day without fail, I go to work yeah. and I try to count. Okay, fine. And shooting, shooting, yeah. uh, rape. Okay, let's get to something. <laughs> like yeah. Every day, that's what you, you count up. And for uh, yesterday's newscast, and uh, I think today, yeah, th- well, definitely yesterday. And then today, the story was the girl, uh, uh, yeah, Kayla, so oh my gosh, I just butchered her name, but 16, 16-year-old girl who got shot, once again, from some guys thinking they're playing at, at an arcade, spraying bullets and taking people out. Never hitting their target. That's the thing about it. I mean, this is going to sound horrible. If you want to shoot up each other and kill each other, Knock yourself out. That's one less person I got to worry about, you know, paying for later on. But they're always spraying bullets and they never seem to hit. I was trying to hit Johnny over here. They don't hit Johnny. They hit, you know, Jane over there. And it's like, what? what's she got to do anything? She just, you know, walking the block. This is but here's, here's, here's the thing that, 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 you know, offends my sensibilities. The guns that they're using are not coming. This, I, I you know, I live in New York City. I'm 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 the only one still living in New York City. I have not ridden by a gun shop in New York City. I can't go to a gun shop in New York City. So these guns are not coming in from New York City. Agreed. I know a place where they might be coming from. Ooh. I ain't gonna mention no names, Ooh. but they're not they're not coming from New York City. They're not um, coming they're com- from where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? We. We, we don't do that. <laughs> I'm not saying you sh- up here shoot. I'm just saying, but people are not going to New York City to buy guns. They're, they're, they're bringing these guns in from Pennsylvania. They're bringing them in from Virginia. They're bringing them in from gun shows and, yes. and, and uh, out, of, out of state. And they're on the streets. And so that's really not a New York City issue so much as it is a federal issue. And that needs to be cracked down on. I mean, yeah, we're all concerned about crime. We're all concerned about these shootings. Um, but I also know, uh, Mr. Newsman, that if it if it bleeds, it leads. And if you want to know how bad crime was back in the day, back in the seventies, go watch that. Oh that, my uh, gosh! Yeah, watch the Son Son of Sam uh, documentary, and you'll see New York City back in the seventies, and you realize, you know what? We live in this is this is this is cake. Mm-mm. Let me tell yeah. you, I I remember when I was hanging up in Harlem. And um, you could go down to, I think it was 146th Street or 44th, and you can rent a gun, shoot somebody, and return the gun back. <laughs> like like the blockbuster video for guns. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how that went down back in the day. And they might still be doing that now, you know, but now they just have too many guns in New York. 
illegal guns by young people, like you said, going out of state, gun shows in other states and buying guns and bringing them back here, either selling them or using it for their own purpose. And they never shot a gun. They shoot guns on the roof at, right. at, at targets that they think they hit, but the goddamn wind through the you know, knocked the can off the roof. And they think they shot something. And they're holding his sidearm, underarm, but not the correct way to shoot. Yeah. You know, you know, you're shooting at a person you think you're shooting at, and you and if you ain't holding it right, you're gonna hit something else or somebody else that's walking by. And that's the sad part about it. Well, well correct if, me if, if I'm wrong, Keith. Uh from from what I've heard, what I've you know talked to different people, they say a pistol is one of the hardest things to shoot accurately. Oh, that there is. Very yes. hard. You have a two-hand grip, strong grip, not a little light grip where these kids shooting with one hand. That's why they, they, they hitting everything else. I, I actually went, the only one time I, in my life, I was at a, uh, a gun range. I shot a, uh, what seemed like a damn cannon, damn it blew my shoulder off. But I also shot a pistol, you just said that. And you would think, I, and, and this is no joke, I was maybe six feet from the target. Do so you think, how hard can it be to hit the target? And I kept missing it. It's like, so- It kept you I, kept going to the right, am I correct? Mark? Yeah, kept pulling just, yeah you. because you think- I mean, I'm, I'm six feet away. I mean, that's that's uh, my father's height. You would think you'd be able to hit a target from that close away, and yet I'm, I'm snapping. I'm going, how, the, how how am I missing? He's right in front of me. Or the target, you know, the, the the paper is right in front of me. So you imagine these kids running up. They're scared too. So you got their drilling going. So you got all that, you know, that drilling going, and they're going. And they said they they're doing it sideways. That they see in, in in the videos, spraying bullets. So if they're you know, if they're say at a football field, if they're at the 50-yard line, Mm-mm. you would think they could hit, you know, hit the 45-yard. No, they're hitting people in the stands. Like, how'd you how'd you miss that badly? <laughs> yeah. Because the adrenaline kicks in and they don't know how to shoot because they're not they're not snipers, they're not soldiers. These are idiots with with uh with a deadly weapon who don't know the real consequence of it because they, you know, the old days of you put up your dukes, doesn't happen anymore. They just start spraying bullets. And a little quick defense of my medium, as somebody took a shot at it, somebody just bleeds, it leads. The, the, <laughs> y'all y'all we, are sensitive today. I see that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, and because I think it's, oh gosh, I'm going to date myself. About 20 years ago, I think I believe it was stationed in Chicago or Detroit. I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was. Decided they were going to give the quote unquote good news because they were people were saying we're tired of all these you know bleeding stories and we're going to, going to give the good news. So they started most typically newscasters open up. This person shot that person's dead. Blah blah blah. It's all the bad stuff. And then towards the end, you may get hey and by this, by the way, um, Lily Johnny graduated from school. Blah, blah blah. Soft news. They tried that for what's called a rating spirit or a book. They came in dead last. People didn't want to hear it. Now part of the premise is simple. It's you only report what's wrong. So if I come in and I say today nobody got shot, well nobody's supposed to get shot. It was it's, so it was the Chris Rod joke, you know, low expectation having. You're not supposed to go to jail. You're not supposed to shoot other people. You're not supposed to murder people. So you report on the oddities of society, not the normalities of society. So that's why if it bleeds, it leads is sort of the catch catchphrase to to get news going. And uh, also, fellas, one thing um, I don't know if you guys uh, sort of cover the daily news yesterday. They were speaking about what they're calling ghost guns. Uh, New York oh, State, uh, yeah, New York City yeah. uh, Senator Plastic Chuck guns, Schumer, yeah. 
that's when you know that's when you sell guns in pieces with no serial numbers which is making right. it hard for the uh you know the police to uh crack down and uh, find out who actually purchased the gun last so uh governor schumer i mean uh senator schumer is pushing for the feds to implement a crackdown on the ghost guns that are terrorizing the five barrels stop and frisk bring it back I, I, you know, I, listen, I don't, I mean, I, I, I certainly do believe, I have no issue with stop and frisk, and I've said this before. If stop and frisk was applied across the board, so if, if, they, if, they, if they're tossing some kid in, in, in Best-Stuy, I got no problem with that. But you make sure you toss a kid, who, you know, who's got all kinds of drugs in his pocket on the Upper West Side on Central Park West, make sure you toss him too. And, and snatched them drugs out of his pocket because you know what? Those drugs that he went downtown to buy or went uptown to buy uh, are being defended by the very guns that you're concerned about. So make sure you toss his ass too. I don't have a problem with that. I'm glad to see you coming around. Uh, Keith, have you come around? I've been around, Derek. Oh, I'm, Marcus, I'm the last when one. I come to New York, I listen, when I come to New York, I got to get in before it gets dark. I'll, okay. Mark, stop and frisk. You back yet? No, I just I don't trust uh, okay. that it'll be applied correctly. I, that, it makes logical sense. I just don't trust the applicants okay. of it or the other uh, the. Right, like I said, uh, that that's my. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not around. I ain't come around. I'm saying if you're gonna use it, it's got to be applied yeah. to everybody. You gotta you, just like you toss a kid and right. do a die, or you you get somebody up, up in the Bronx and you want to throw them against the wall and pat them down. You make sure when you're on the Upper West Side, Central Park West up there, you know, in the 90s and, you know, Agreed. blocks away from Harlem, you make sure you toss them kids too, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you'll find just as many drugs in the pockets of those kids as you will in, in the hood. The same. Um, I, 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 I agree kid. 150%, but what I, I want to go on the record, you and your brother have eased your stance, and that's that's a start. And I, I no, like no, the way the conversation it's not is going. Ease. I've always said it's not that the policy makes logical sense. Hey, listen, you see a bunch of guys who look quote unquote sus- suspicious. Let me just see what you got going on. And, and quite frankly, the, the, I don't even care about the drug. I mean, my brother saying the drugs. I don't care about the drug. You want to you know, shoot your heroin, shoot your whatever, or you know, do, knock it's, yourself out. I care about you walking into a club with a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm getting offended because I happened to bump into you, spilled a little bit of a drink, and now you're shooting me or shooting the whole club up. That, that's about, I don't care about the fact that you want to go and Get you know, smoke your fentanyl or whatever. Hell, go ahead, go right ahead. But see, but, don't but see, that's do the other part. But that's yeah, that's but the point I'm making though is that when you are getting those drugs, when you go when you when you go uptown to cop, right? You li- you know you got a nice house, you live in you know you living in a, in, a, in a multi-million dollar apartment on Central Park West, but you go uptown to cop. Uh, keep in mind that those kids defending that corner are all packing. They're all packing because you are the customer that they have to make sure that they can provide for. So you just as guilty as the guy that's that's spraying the park and shooting some innocent sixteen year old girl as as any as the, as the kid who actually pulls the trigger. In my in my opinion, hmm. uh, you know it, it's funny, know. And, and you know I'm, I just happen to look at the the, the news here. As Dirk was saying, shooting 16-year-old shot in the head in the playground. Ridiculous. Early morning shooting leaves one dead, three others hurt. A man apparently shot self in the leg in Times Square. Trio mm. one for shooting a girl. Mm. Come on now. I'm is, is this not enough? No. When, when, when do you say, you know, 
uh, mad disaster. Like, yo, we got to stop this before I leave here. This is my legacy. He don't care about that, you know. But his, like you like, say, Mark, he don't care about his legacy. Hey, he got a sec- I, he got I, a security I, team. He good, right? I, I'm good. I'm sorry that the young girl got shot. That's all he's going to say. I'm sorry, my my condolences to the family and all that. People don't want to hear that. They want to hear what are you going to do to stop this nonsense that's going on out here. Mayor Disaster has no self awareness because he thinks he was I mean, think about it. this is a man who is not popular in his own city, but thought he was popping up to run for president of the United States. He has no <laughs> awareness at all of how bad he is or what people think about him. He he it's amazing. It's amazing if you think about it, the two biggest two of two of the biggest egomaniacs, actually I would put three in there, all New Yorkers, Trump, Cuomo, de Blasio, egomaniacs that are like, you guys really think you are that great, are you? All from our fair state. Well, you know, here's the here's the thing about de Blasio's presidential run, and this is what people don't realize about some of these presidential runs, and I'm 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 pointing my elbow at Andrew Yang. They're not running uh thinking that they're gonna become president. What they're doing is they're running to raise their profiles so that they can run for a higher office than they already have. Yeah, so in the yeah. case of Andrew Yang, yeah, I wanna you know, I don't I can't I know I'm not gonna be president of the United States, but I could be mayor or governor of New York. And that's what that's what the Blasio is doing. I, he yeah, knows I for that. well he yeah. wasn't gonna be president, but I could be governor. Nah, so, hell no. Yeah, I, I, know, know. I know his or point. I could, yeah. Or I could be senator. Uh, 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 De Blasio. That's that's really what the move is. The move is to raise your profile so that you can run for uh, not the you know you you fake. It's a it's it's a fake. It's a fake move. It's like oh yeah, I'm running for president. Not really. You really running for governor, or you running for senator, or you running for for some other position. Yeah, attorney yeah. general, con- yeah, congressman. You want to raise your profile, and that's why you do it. Well, his profile is going down the toilet. It's so profile to talk for it. Yeah, yeah, and my brother makes perfect sense for somebody who had sort of an uptick. I mean, when was the other than when he first got elected? And usually, when you first come to office, you always have an uptick because you got elected. People kind of feel you're like, okay, it's a new term, blah blah blah. But he's always had the, the I guess, a uh, uh, perception of being an idiot from day one. Well. Day two, give him a you know, give him a day of his inauguration, and after that, they're like, "Oh, this guy's stupid." But I guess he's here for four years, so he's he just distorted as far as what he thinks he is. Yeah, no, I mean, with the, again, you got to remember, like you know, we had Bloomberg too, and Bloomberg. I'm sorry, uh, I like Bloomberg. That, that, you like Bloomberg? Bloomberg was a was an idiot. I can tell you why he was an idiot because I was I was actually teaching in the city of New York when he was the mayor and you know he tried to run the city like a business you can't run these municipal um services like their business it doesn't work you know that there are um uh, you know any a city is supposed to, a city government is supposed to provide services to uh the people that's what it, that's what it's there for it's not to yeah. be you know regulated like in a in a profit loss you know situation that's not what it's there for it's there to provide the services and you have to find a way to generate revenue to, to provide those services but that's that's really what it's there for it's not profit and loss and so um for teachers i remember he you know he he was horrible with the teachers contract and no he was and, a beast you know, for treating that the teachers like you know like you know they they, they had to you know they had to beg for their lunch literally had to beg for their lunch from him and uh you know so so the stuff that he put in place is still kind of you know ringing around the uh department no, I, of education i agree with that i mean i don't i don't like any politician 
hundred percent. I, I there's, I mean, if you get fifty one percent from me from a politician, that's a lot because I just think that they get in w- with one thing and then do something else. So yeah, I I like everything he didn't know because there's some things he's done that still affect me right now. I don't even live the city, but I'm thinking of a couple of things that directly affected my way of working and other things. But on the whole, I thought he was better. But like I said, my bar for a politician, if if Heck, if you get a 49 or 45, I'm thinking that's pretty good for me. I'm just so hard on them because I don't, I don't think jobs like that should be career jobs. I mean, I know a mayor, you have term limits, and a governor, you have term limits. But like these congressmen, and, and I know, quote unquote, they have term limits. But almost, it's like it takes an act of God to get one of them out. They, they, it should be, it should be <laughs> sort of like, you know, a, 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 def, a definite term. Like you're in there for... You know, if Senator give you seven years and that seven, you don't care what you're doing, you're out. Turn this over because right. they, they start making this, you know, a career politician should never even be a phrase. It should be. I did my little term of duty or my, my, my I served my time. I was trying to make a difference in, you know, given right, area and then I'm it. out. But they get there. I mean, think of how long has Schumer been in there? We've only known in my life. I've only essentially I've only known Schumer. Has <laughs> <You know, laughs> it been another? So <laughs> no, but I mean he's he's been. I think this is this is his probably his third term. Worse than that is Chuck Grassley, who's in his nineties, oh. talking about running again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's just it, it shouldn't I mean, be that way. When you when you in your nineties, you shouldn't even be buying green bananas. That's stupid. <laughs> no, and that same way I feel like you know like when they give, um, like I mean the president obviously has two terms, but I don't think um. Uh, uh, Supreme Court justice should be lifetime appointees. I think that's a twenty-year cap on that. If that way you could, because if you figure if it's twenty-year cap, most even a one-term president has a chance to get at least one justice. When you put somebody in a lifetime, like you said, my brother just said about you know ninety-year-old man running again, he shouldn't buy, buy green bananas. A lot of these justices, by the time they get to the end, and, and my my Howard alum Thurgood Marshall, he wasn't doing anything. His clerks were doing it. They, I mean. At a certain point, if I don't want you operating a blender, I damn sure don't want you making law. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you know that, that that is definitely true. And I, you know, I mean, I I, I certainly support term limits for the Supreme Court uh, without question, and I support term limits for for Senate. I think you know, you know, even if you I, let's 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 do it this way. Let's say you can have three consecutive terms, but you have to you can't run. And then you can run after, uh, like another. You get three consecutive terms, which is eighteen years. You can't run uh, for the fourth term. You have to sit out six years. But if you want to run again after six, I welcome that. But that you know what? It's about feasible. it's about power. Um, some of these people are like power hungry, and once they get a, a taste of it, they can't let it go. So that's why they keep running and running. Like you said, the it's guy, he's ninety years old, he's still running. You remember when um, Bloomberg was there? He ch- changed the term to make it three right. years when yeah. he was in there. It, it's, it's about power and, and legacy, and when I'm going to leave here, you know, after I'm gone, you know, no, and that's why they don't want to leave. No, it's uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's absolutely it's it's it's, it's power, it's ego, it's all of those things. Exactly. Uh, sp- speaking of power and ego, um. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> That's a good transition there. As uh as 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 we're heading into the preseason of the NBA, NBA preseason, Kyrie Irving, uh, as far as we know, has not been vaccinated. Apparently he was a holdout among like the NBA stars, including uh Bradley Beal, who plays for the uh 
Washington team, Washington Wizards, and and uh, Andrew Wiggins, who plays for Golden State. Uh, although I, I'm told, I think somebody said that uh, yeah, Wiggins, Wiggins got been vaccinated. According to Curry, okay, he's been vaccinated. So he's got his vaccination. Uh, Kyrie still has not, as far as we know, been vaccinated. And so what, what's happening in the NBA, as it is in a lot of different places and a lot of different avenues, that's why I'm kind of bringing it up and kind of dovetails back what we were saying about uh, city government. Um, and a lot of avenues, a lot of uh, places now, they're, they're doing these vaccine mandates. They're telling people that, listen, um, we, can't, we can't force you to get a vaccine, but if you don't, um, you can't work here or your 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 employment options get real limited real fast. And so in Kyrie's case, he cannot play basketball. He, he's a member of the Brooklyn Nets and in New York City, there's a vaccine mandate. And so he cannot play in the garden at all if he's not vaccinated, which is 41 of the 82 games they play. So half of his games he can't play, which means – He's not going to be paid for half of those games. But think about this. He also can't. Okay, that's the Brooklyn game. But he can't play when he right. goes to Manhattan. So you add on another three games to that. You know, right. if and he, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying he can also, when he goes on, on the West Coast, there's three teams on the West Coast. Exactly. That, yeah, Golden that, State. And who else? Yep. Uh, so Golden when you State, build, I thought it was, the, the, was just the, San Francisco that you couldn't play. LA, same San thing. San Francisco, you can't play. I know. Well, I'm not sure if LA has a vaccine mandate. So I'm, let's just say for San, okay, San Francisco. Francisco. I know San Francisco for sure. So you're looking at possibly 44 to 45 games that he will not be able to participate. I heard about load management, but that's just goddamn ridiculous with this kid, man. <laughs> and you so, know he's going to take his, his little walks in the park when he just feels exactly. like it for a little 20 exactly. games. He's like, What's up with Kyrie? You know, he's walking with a stick. <laughs> think, ab- think about the folks who go, who are sorry, Auntie, who are season ho- ticket holders? <laughs> the <Brooklyn> Nets. <laughs> but, you know, but do see, they do they get a refund? Do they get a refund no, for to get that money back, man? Now, see, I, w- this is what I I didn't like about the, the mandate that uh, uh, Mayor Disaster and the other guy in uh, California did by taking food and money out of people's hand by th- basically just threatening them, telling you need to take a shot. But some of these people are saying, well, if I take the shot, is it going to stop me from getting COVID? Which is not. So that's why a lot of them say, why take the shot if I'm not if if I'm still going to get COVID? That's that's what they're fighting about. And then you're going to come and you're going to uh throw more mud on it and saying, well, then if you don't, then you can't work in the schools, you can't play basketball, you can't be a school safety, you can't be a cafeteria person because you might get COVID. But the person next to me who had the shot could still get COVID too. Only difference is that that person would give it get it worse. That doesn't have the shot. Well, but, you, the, but the, you're taking it out. You know, you, you're forcing people to do things that naturally they wouldn't do. You have to let people make their own decisions in this life. And yeah, and, but see, I, you know, I, I hear you, and I, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but 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 I hear that argument. You know, um, well, yeah, I'm still, I can still get COVID. Nobody, we all know. That all of our shots, none of them are hundred percent. You know, right. the, if you had Pfizer, it's it's like ninety five or ninety four. And if you had, I'm not sure which is which. One is ninety four, one is ninety five. Moderna is ninety five. Let's call it what it is. Come on, let's get it right. right. Moderna is ninety five, <laughs> and, and the J and J is uh, in the eighties, eighty five percent. But the point is, is that it is almost a hundred percent effective against serious illness and death. 
And that's really what we're trying to talk about. We're talking about, you know, trying to limit or mitigate uh, uh, deaths. See, I have no problem with people that say, I don't want to get a shot. Right. Okay. I have no problem with that. But make sure you keep that same energy when you get sick and you want to go to the hospital and take up a bed. Nah, stay home. Since yeah. you don't believe in it, stay home. Since, since you think it's a fake this fake illness or it's not really a bad thing, stay your ass home because that means you're taking a bed from somebody, uh, you know, right now, you know, I'm not going to talk out of, out of school, but we got family members who need those beds right now. So I don't want you in that hospital when you decided, nah, I'm not getting no shot. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna roll the dice. Don't, don't keep that same energy. Stay your ass home. That's yeah, it. I agree with you on that. But you know, one thing I'm saying, stop forcing people because more you force a person to do something they don't want to do, 99% of the time they ain't gonna do it. If you ease it in and and, and, and try to, uh, what's where I can say, be more understanding. Maybe we can do it this way that you can understand it more. But when you're trying to force it down, people, people are going to reject it and they're going to push back. And, you know, our people of color, we already kind of scared about everything as we were talking earlier on off the, off the air. You know, stuff just scares us and we're not going to do it. But well, here's the thing, though, Keith. Though basketball is not a right; it's a privilege. Ain't nobody. Oh, yes. Ain't nobody. I mean, you know, he, you, you have an opportunity to make these millions of dollars to play a game. But that league that you're working in, that private league. Now you can go play. He can go out play in the cage in West Fourth if he wants to for free. He can play. He can play every day for free in the cage in West Fourth or any any or, or basketball city, any place he wants to play. Anywhere around the country, but if you want to play in this particular private league that we know is the NBA, this is the situation you got to deal with. If if, if you are an employer and you you have the right to say this is what I want, when you went to school, you couldn't get in school if your parents did not show your cards. You had to show that you have your shots. If you want to drive a bus. You had to wear your uniform. You didn't wear your Adidas sweatsuit. You wore the outfit that they gave you. Their standards. He has to get in line. If not, you got to find another job. That's it. I agree. I, I would. First of all, I want everybody to get the shot because I just wanted. If if everybody got a shot from Jump Street, you know, if we got to 85 percent of the people having a shot, then Delta never takes hold in this country. So first and foremost, I want everybody to get the shot. I'm just a little bit. Um. I got squeamish, whatever the word is, on the after effects of the mandates. Meaning, I got hired for a job X. Hey, I, you, you come in here, and then that wasn't prior. I, I got I got hired for a job, and then afterwards, you decide. Oh yeah, and by the way, you need this to work here now. It seems a little bit sort of like an okie doke. Like you got me in here now. I was hired to do a job with these qualifications, and now you say one of the other qualifications is to take this shot. That just seems a little bait and switchy to me a little odd even though i want everybody to get the shot that's the only part of problems i had with it, is sort of the mandate listen if you had said all new empires have to get the shot well then i knew coming in this is what what the plan correct was. correct but mark you right. understand the, that, yes. after you got me in the door and then you said oh yeah you know what oh and by the way uh the rent is higher than you thought no no when I got the, when you first you know hired me the rent was 200 now you tell me the rent is 3000 i can't pay 300 well you got to leave that's 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 the only part I have problems with, and I'm pretty sure obviously the lawyers who have came up with these laws and uh, and, and the local governments have gone through everything with a fine tooth comb 
to to make sure they hold up. And so far, they seem to be holding up. That's the only part I have a kind of squishiness about it. And a little side note, but I agree with the uh, about the private league deal. And I think, and I hate to quote this guy, I think he's another moron. Kendra Perkins put it perfectly. I heard him talking on ESPN, and he said. When these guys talk about they want to go do their research, I'm not sure. Like you know, he said some that's some of the, the athlete quote. I want to do my research about this thing. And he said, "Did you?" And he said, "I've had nine surgeries, and I'm pretty sure a lot of these athletes had surgeries. Did you do all your research when they were pumping this? You know, you, you get your <laughs> surgery right. for this. You get your surgery for this, and they say, listen, at three o'clock you take this medicine, and at four o'clock, you know, at eight o'clock you take this next medicine. And did you do your research then on that? Thing? No. So what are you talking about now? Doing your research? Come on, man, just get the shot. And I agree. Well, that's that's the premise. D- d- that's what we were saying about Nicki Minaj uh, last week is, is is the fact that, yeah, you know, uh, I want to do my research. But meanwhile, yeah. you know, is the, is the picture that uh, Derek sent, you know, you see this the before and after photo. Clearly, uh, she didn't research but so much, you know, in terms of, of, of what they were putting inside her body then. And now all of a sudden you want to you want to yeah, research, you know, research, yeah. I, I don't know if she researched her husband's uh, rape charges before she got married. Oh, uh, she, she, oh. Man, first should have done, done that too. Uh, but I'm just saying, I mean, you know, that, that that's, that's, you know, at, at some point we, we're living in the land of ridiculousness and I think we need to stop. Um, you know, I, I, I know that there are teachers right now who are losing their jobs. Yeah. Uh, as, as Keith said, school workers who are losing their jobs, other, other city workers who are losing their jobs because they don't want to get this shot. But, you know, I keep saying, and, and, and Derek keeps making the point, you know, for all those people who say, well, I need to find out. I need to, I'm not so sure. I need to research. But they have no problem going and taking their child to the pediatrician and having their child shot up with, with, with a series of shots on a regular basis. They have no problem taking their dogs to the vet. And having a series of shots given to the dog to make sure the dog is all right, but now all of a sudden you want to say, "Well, I don't, I don't know." This is a once in a century gotcha. catastrophe, you know, pandemic. This pan, it's a global issue that has been anticipated for years, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You know, think about all the movies you've seen that that deal with some mass contagion. Whether it's the zombie apocalypse or that movie Outbreak, where the little monkey gets loose and and, yeah. <laughs> and causes everybody to die, damn near. I mean, so we've been dealing with this psychologically. We know we've known this is coming. You know, I mean, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was a global pandemic. If you want to think about it, <laughs> I mean, so so we we've, we've already lived with this idea for people to suddenly now start becoming you know, super scientists and they're going to research and try to understand this, that, and the third. Come on, man. I mean, if you travel to Europe, if you go to Europe or if you want to go to Africa or go somewhere, if you want to go to the third world, you have to get shots before you leave the country right? or before they let you in. So so how is that different? Now, a lot of these guys travel abroad. They, they've all been abroad. They've all been somewhere. They've been to China. They went to, if they went to China, you had to get shots to go. So they need to stop. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Only thing, like I, like what Mark was saying, you can't change the game in the middle of the inning. I know like Transit has implemented uh, all new employees coming in in November have to have a COVID shot. That's you, like, like Mark said, you can work with that because you know how you're coming in. And even now, even though they have the mandate here, transit workers, they have to take a COVID test, which you still should do to the other people too the same way. Long as you're taking your COVID test and you bring it and you show me the information, that should be good to the point to you decide you're going to get the shot. 
but just don't cut cut my head off because I say no because that's not what I'm feeling for myself. But they gave there, there have they, to be some type of balance in there. You can't just say to a person that's like when we talk about women's right uh, abortion, how they did in Texas, right? So they can mandate change anything they feel after this to anything. Well, we're going to mandate this now and mandate that. You can't do that to people because this is the United States of America, the home of the free, right? Free choice, free decisions. So why are you trying to force when you can work with them in order to get them? It's easy to get what my mother said, get more honey with, get more bees with honey than without. You you have to make it work. No, I, I I agree with all of that. I, I I'm not I'm not disputing that. But here's the thing for for all city workers, for the NBA players, for for members who, are, who guys who play in the NFL. It's not like they didn't tell you. It's not like they said you know like you know you 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 got COVID and suddenly they break out these rules about your money. No, they they told you up front. They saying listen. This is a situation we're in. We already went through this thing. It's not like this is brand new. We were mm-hmm. here in 2020. So you knew things as, as we started to open up the cities again and started to open society back up again, open up these restaurants again, the movie theaters, movie houses, and all these, these businesses, sending these kids back to school, putting people back on the subway trains and the buses. We knew this was coming, and there had to be something, you know, a given, you know, a, a, a given a take in terms of uh, what we did personally in terms of our, of, our, of our health. You know, as Mark said, I want everybody to take the shot just so I can find some sense of normalcy. I'm, I'm tired of of of, 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 of wearing the mask everywhere I go. It, it 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 is it is annoying. It is you know I'm I'm freaked out when people cough. I'm freaked out when I cough my damn self. You know, I had a cold this past week, and every time I cough, I'm like, yo, well, I hope it's not that thing. You know, I, <laughs> you know. So uh, I, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I. I I, I want to be empathetic, and I, and I'm yeah. trying to be empathetic. But if, there, if if there's no underlying medical reason why you can't get the shot, get the goddamn shot. Now, With that said, before you before we close out, question: In New York City, like for the sporting events, do you have to have a vaccination, or I mean, do you have to have the vaccination or in order to go see the Mets or the Jets? You have to be vaccinated, or you have to have proof. Uh, of, I think like uh, of, a, of, a negative of a negative COVID, COVID test. test, negative test before you go. But in. not, yeah, not from two weeks ago. Like, like you know, yeah, yeah, just know. Uh, seventy-two <laughs> hours or something like a rapid test. Yeah. Yeah. A rapid so, test. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, so it's it, you know that's that's true uh, of the movie theaters, um, bowling alleys, any entertainment venue. Yeah, you have to be. You know, this this is where we are now. This yeah. is where we are. Well, and and I I gotta tell you from from uh, as a New Yorker and as a guy. I mean, we're all New Yorkers, but as 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 someone who drove past Elmhurst Hospital and saw the morgue trucks, you know what? I'm glad they're doing that. Well, tell me a disaster. Maybe he should do that to Costco's and BJ's and all these malls that he's letting people in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all right with that too, Key. I, yeah. I, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm, you know, anywhere they want to, you know, uh, put mask mandates or anywhere they want to have vaccine mandates, now that I'm vaccinated, I'm all for it. <laughs> and I'm all listen, for before it. we go, my my theory was that's why they got rid of Governor Cuomo. What's that? Because of the, the because of his stance, you know, 
I don't think there would have been a mandate in New York City if he was still there. Well, he has no control over New York City like that. That's that was a mere disaster deal. They got well, to Cuomo well, because well, he was, disaster did it to you know show uh, Cuomo he has a little bit more power than what he think he has. I mean, but you Cuomo, still defending this man Cuomo after all? Cuomo, that's Cuomo, man, keep his hands to himself, man. That's like thank you. You, Derek. Thank you, man. Let him do what he do. Let him oh, pimp, man. man. What? Sure. He, he uh, did what he did, and now he out. That's what yeah. happened. <laughs> as R. Kelly, as Bill Cosby, and as we, Weinstein, yeah, uh, ask all them dudes. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's how it works. You do Louis what you CK. do. But here's the here's the penalty. Here's the penalty for the Nazis. I, I didn't tell my other Ali story, but I'll save it for next week. Uh, remind me to tell the Ali story, uh, and I'll tell it all next week. In fact, uh, if you have not listened to Power to the People, you have not subscribed to Power to the People, I do not know what the issue is. You can get us anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you do that. If you want to ask Alexa to play Power to the People, Alexa will play Power to the People. You can find us anywhere, Pandora, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, Apple, uh, Amazon, we're all there. Anywhere you, you you click in, that's where you can find us. You can also find us on social media on Twitter at Pow to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, the letters D A P E E P S, Pow to the Peeps. On Twitter, you can also find us on Facebook at Pow to the People, and you can find us all on Instagram. Uh, I'm Comic Tony Powell. We got Big Fella 330. Um, we got uh, D. Derek Powell, 332. No, you 330. I'm 330. I'm 330. Oh, that's a fellow 55. 55, 55. And Mark is 73. Mark Powell, 7372. Yo, got it. Oh, all right. So we're there. So we will see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.